I guess we can start. <laughs> um, we need an intro. Yeah, we need an intro. That's what I was thinking. I think we're just going to run with it. Maybe, maybe like roll into that. Maybe like, hey guys, let's get contextual and then you'll have some theme music then we go into it. Okay. I don't have theme might... music, but I will find some. <laughs> we will find theme music. I'll find you some, some theme music. Okay, anyway. I'll write you some theme music. Hey, hey, hey guys. Let's get contextual. That was great. Good take. All right, cool. So that's what we're doing now that we've already done all this. <laughs> um, this is not getting edited. I'm editing this much. <laughs> I'm editing this much less than I edit play D and have to edit that a lot. So this is going to be like just I throw it out there anyway. I think we should cut the part where we're deciding what the intro is. No, yeah, I'm gonna cut that. I'm gonna cut that. (laughs) But anyway, um, I don't know, man. That might add some charm later down the years. That's true. You guys guys get fifty. Let's get contextuals in you, and then uh, you look back. Wow, we we were planning it. (laughs) The idea is like the idea is like we start it, and it's like every single episode we're trying to figure out what the what the intro is. Every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had some stranger <laughs> from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> but yeah, so how the podcast was gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, so welcome to Let's Get Contextual. Um, I am one of your hosts, Dante, with uh, my co-host Zach. Say hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Okay, good. Um, yep. And with us uh, each week, we're gonna try to have a guest. And this week, we have uh, Garrett. Say hi, Garrett. <laughs> I said hi, Zach. Hi. <laughs> it cut out for a minute. It was just like an awkward pause. And then it was like, I said hi, Zach. <laughs> that was great. Oh, God. But yeah, so, um, yeah, great to have you. Uh, do you have Thanks for having a me. podcast or anything? What do you do? Um, um, my podcast is just uh, four mates, you know, talking about the things they like. Uh, video games, comic books, movies, that kind of thing. Mostly video games. That sounds like us. Yeah, right. (laughs) I I think that's uh, a very common theme with podcasts. Um, Yeah. Called the Bootleg Shanty. You can find us on like SoundCloud and Google Play, that kind of stuff. Cool, cool. All right. Um, So yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy or the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, whichever you want to call it. Um, And so... We're going to kind of go through each film, and then at the end, I'm actually going to talk about what they had planned for Spider-Man 4. I did some research. Um, and for each film, I was thinking we could kind of talk about uh, the plot, um, the characters, the uh, whether or not it holds up, um, and then we end it with uh, whether or not we liked it, and we'll kind of rank it. So at the end, we'll rank our standing of these Spider-Man movies. So... You guys ready to talk about Spider-Man from 2000? No, not at all. I hope I'm you. always ready to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> Two very different answers. Good. Um. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was telling Garrett before this started, you know, um, this is the first time I've actually met Garrett, Matt. Um, and uh, I was telling him, I'm so sorry. We, we thought this was going to be like a nice, like, balance thing. Um, where it was going to be me and Don- uh, I was going to be in the middle. Dante was going to be on the far left towards hatred. And um, and uh, Garrett loves these movies. Um, 
end, but then we all rewatched them. I hate these films so much. <laughs> so now it's just going to be uh, an hour and a half of us Garrett. Yeah, pretty much. So I am Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3 when he has to follow the villain. That's exactly <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so... Uh, Spider-Man was released on May 3rd, 2002, uh, directed by Sam Raimi, starring Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe as the main hero and villain, respectively, um, with many others other in the cast. Um, Spider-Man came off of the heels of the successful X-Men film from 2000, so it kind of, some say that it, it kind of got a little bit of a buoy from that, um, as superhero movies were kind of becoming a bigger thing. And it was actually the first film to break $100 million in its opening weekend, making 114. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think the second one would did it, that too. What did Avengers make? Like 600 and something million dollars on yeah, its opening yeah. weekend? Yeah, but Spider-Man so. was the first film, I think, period, to break $100 million in opening weekend. Um, yeah. And over its whole run, it made $821.4 million. So it's a pretty good run. Um to that box office i was there when in the you said it's 2002 right yeah yeah i was in the second grade and i went nice. and saw it. i i was i was also in the second grade hey <laughs> i was two <laughs> good we all know i was in the second that. year <laughs> that, that, that explains a little bit of the hate there's no nostalgia factor. No, there really uh, isn't. In on you. That is definitely is something. Yeah. Is I don't have nostalgia for these films. See, I do though. I, I'm, I'm I I I do have nostalgia, and I'm a big Sam Raimi fan. Okay. Um, but there are just some things that we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah, it. We'll, yeah. We'll, get, we'll get into it. And yeah. final little um, trivia nugget: uh, it was actually nominated for two Oscars, best sound and best visual effects. Did not win either though. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Um, Fun, you know? Yeah, we'll talk about the plot, I guess. So what is this plot? <laughs> um, it's the same it's it's the it was like well this is like one of the first Spider Man movies and people really like this one. Yeah. And then after this one they said, Hey, what if we did this Spider Man story like five more times? <laughs> and that's what we've had over and over and over. It's the same story every single time. It's like Batman. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you do have a um, a problem with the the character development with you know Peter Parker and Mary Jane, a romantic part of the movie, and it's the same in every film. I will agree with that. Yeah, Stacy. And this was the same line as well. If I remember correctly, this is right when Mary Jane was kind of becoming the bigger romantic interest for Parker because initially it was it was Gwen Stacy. Yeah, but they they killed her, and he had they had. That's true. Uh, well, I was saying like, but the nineties they had been they had been married, I think. Okay. Uh, actually, I look. I don't know what was happening in the two thousands for Mary Jane, but I think her first appearance was like forever ago. Yeah, was it? it was okay. back in like the sixties. Yeah, well, I thought. I remember hearing somewhere a long time ago that this was kind of like the age, like this in like the the nineties was kind of when she was becoming the bigger. <laughs> Love interest? I could yeah. be wrong. Well, at, at one point, uh, they completely uh, retconned Spider-Man's whole relationship. Okay. So there was a point in the 90s when he was single again. Okay. Because I, I, so, like, I, I know she was like the big love interest in Ultimate Spider-Man, which came out in the early 2000s. So. Hmm. 
Um, anyway, that was just something. But uh, yeah, so the plot basically is the first Spider-Man comic of Peter goes on a school trip. He gets bit by a spider, gets spider powers, and he has to deal with being a high school student, but also a Spider-Man. Um, Uncle Ben dies. And I... Uncle Ben dies. <laughs> and great responsibility and all that. <clears throat> As an origin story, that first uh, 45 minutes of the movie, how do you guys feel, how how real is that to Spider-Man? Do you feel like that justified Spider-Man? Um, I like it, um, but I think it was it was kind of difficult actually re-watching this film to differ- differentiate between what my thoughts on the film because my brain already accepted the, the Peter Parker story, like the classic one from the comic like it's so ingrained in me that that wasn't even something that was considering a, as a part of the film so i just saw mostly like the bad if that makes sense like okay that makes sense yeah so i, I can see what you're so it was, like, it was difficult you know, we don't need a batman movie with you know his parents getting shot again yeah you know? yeah but this was like this was the first of these and i i, I do like it is yeah. is a really good story and i think it is really interesting that dynamic of he let you know he's bitter and he made the wrong choice he he chose poorly you know poor responsibility and then or he had a responsibility and he failed and that's why his uncle died that is a really a really interesting idea absolutely it's i I think the movie based off that 40 first 45 minutes i mean i'm gonna skip ahead for a second but the end really at as his character right like i I was in the second grade and i saw spider-man i was like i know who spider-man is because of this movie yeah not just that i have but he is hit him you know what i mean yeah yeah he definitely like yeah he definitely like you definitely get a sense of who spider-man is and his 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 responsibility and like yeah what are your thoughts zach <clears throat> um i mean as as terms as in regards to how they uh represented spider-man overall yeah and and the origin like how is the origin story i mean i can't fault the origin the origin is the origin for the comics and like i think um garrett was saying you know they did a very good job showing us that i think you were saying that as well dante it's it's seeing that um that guilt and the progression of the character they did a great job with that yeah yeah and uh and it's hard and i can't um I can't sit back here and go, well, I've seen it a dozen times because they did it first. Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah, you have. And they're copying them, you know. <laughs> you can say um, that when we get to Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I just like Amazing Spider-Man Amazing Spider-Man's really good. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. What's wrong with opposite. us, Dante? I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah, now we need to do another one on the Amazing Spider-Man. Listen, no, we are. We are. We're doing that next. We'll have, have you back one. for right. um, it. Sweet, we've got a guest yeah. for that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, yes. But no, uh, it, it's it's it, it don't it's weird because I like the progression of the character. I like the introduction of the character. I don't like Peter Parker or Spider Man. Okay. Does that sound? Does that make sense? Yeah. See, I, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess we, was... can, we can blend these, but like, I like him as peter i think he's a good peter he's he's awkward and he's 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 far too old but he's he's awkward enough that it's like <laughs> he does it all right but i don't think i don't like his spider-man absolutely but i think as peter parker he is the you know 
the nerd like he nails it like i feel like yeah. he says the wrong things at the you know wrong time he doesn't say anything when he should you know like yeah and i think yeah i just kind of feel uncomfortable around him man I, at no point am i going oh yeah i'm rooting for that guy the whole time i'm like I, like every time i see peter parker you kind of he does the nerdy thing right i, I agree completely but you also want a sympathetic nerd which i think we get in tom holland pretty well yeah um but with him man i'm just like uh, every time I every time I see him on screen, I'm like, I oh, man, I really hope the villains beat you. I just, I just, <laughs> there, there's a there's a level of aggression I have against him for some reason. See, you know, the way he acts, I'm not that. He does get his ass handed to him for the majority of these three films. I know it's great. <laughs> He's also getting great. his suit torn up so freaking much. Like anyway, so oh, yeah, we got, it's classic. We got to talk about when we talk about the visuals and Sam Raimi. We got to talk about that because going back and watching this. This is very much a Sam Raimi movie, and I yeah. and I didn't notice as a kid. But going back, <laughs> like, yeah. there's like skeletons and skulls for no reason several times yeah, in the film. And... <laughs> I was talking, I was telling uh, Garrett before we recorded, but actually, um, it was funny. There's this, so you know, the shot where like he he jumps off the building to test out his webs, and he swings into like a billboard. Mm-hmm. Um, that shot is is like just how it's shot up and like edited edited is very early 2000s whereas if that yeah. happened now which it kind of did in homecoming it's a very different shot so the way he does it is like he's swinging in and as he realizes he's like gonna run into a billboard it cuts back and forth between his face of like ah as he's like crashing into a billboard and back to the billboard and it like quick cuts this like five or six times whereas now if that joke was nowadays it would just be a wide shot of just it happening, which is kind of what happens in in Homecoming. And I thought it was really interesting just to see how like how much like humor in cinema change changes. The sense of humor and comedic way of shooting things has just changed in the last sixteen years. Yeah, um, a lot more slapstick, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Style weird. I think Homecoming has a obviously a more modern. Uh, what yeah, we gotta be careful. We don't want to fall into the uh, the oh, it's newer, so it's better. You know, the that's mentality. true. That's true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's true. But I do, I do like that better. But I don't know if that is just because it's it's newer and it's like it's the social like it's 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 the art that we have now. But I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's I think a, we could all say that movies in general, like as a whole, are just getting better. Like. I don't know, man. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. I personally think that uh, the pinnacle of cinema is actually um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't catch anything. I, I literally, it, it cut out, and all I caught was a laugh at the end. So I don't know if I'm being mocked. I don't I know said, what's happening. <laughs> I said, really, like you know, as in, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, get, I can't hear anyone. Um, yeah, no. And in terms of blending practical. Uh, effects with a fantastic story with good acting with uh digital effects that work with scale and scope i haven't seen a movie and that was that was around the same time uh i have yet to see another movie that's top that see i think uh i think that combination is in blade runner 2049 personally movie what sorry I said, that's just your sweetheart movie that's like the <laughs> it is that is that is one of my favorite movies but um unfortunately you haven't seen it but per- i'll watch at some point yeah, I, I personally i think that combination is there but i would agree there are very few films that get that right 
I don't know. Anyway, Spider-Man. <laughs> His lists are just so damn long. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That, that is true. Hey, you know, yeah, I guess you can you can do scope when you have four and a half hours to do it. It's uh, <laughs> right. it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. That's true. For Spider-Man, I can I can justify two hours out of my day, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to sit down for five hours and watch this movie. Oh, we're watching the whole trilogy? No, we're just watching the first one. We're watching the squad. <laughs> oh, man. No, we're just watching The Hobbit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway. But yeah, so... I remember seeing The Hobbit in theaters. And, um, like, I they, were, they just escaped or, you know, whatever. And it was like, everything was winding down. And in my head, I sat there and thought, I was like, they still got to fight. It's been like two hours. And I was like, it's, they still got to fight smog and have the battle. Like, it's going to be a long movie. <laughs> and then it ended. And I was like, oh, okay. Hey, why why did you just all look at uh, that mountain over there? Why then the cliff? <laughs> Cut the credits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Exactly what happened. But yeah, so so back to that Spider-Man. wasn't there and back again. <laughs> they didn't even make it there. <laughs> so our topic now is the Hobbit. No, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so one more thing I want to talk about plot real quick before. I mean, we kind of already talked about characters. We can kind of go fat, loose, loose and fast or whatever with these. But um, what is the Goblin's goal? <laughs> I think he wants to be evil. I think that was his. I think. <laughs> his his. I'm gonna because obviously you're mocking it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but legitimately, what is his goal? I don't remember. He's just the like in the wrong place at the wrong time. His business is going under. The military's taking his funding, so he takes the step to take his you know research to the next level and does it on himself and in the. The government's talking to him like, hey, we're taking your funding. You know, what are the side effects of your stuff? And they're like madness, you know, and, and homicide or whatever. So he tries to test it and he falls victim to his, you know, experiment. So in all actuality, Will- Willem Dafoe or, you know, Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin are two separate entities. That is true. He just wants to yeah, no, I heard that. job and to raise his kid. And then you got Green Goblin who's, you know making him ruin his life basically that's true i I would go i would be more okay with that if it was very clear because he's kind of a from the very beginning he likes he's nice to peter but he's kind of a prick to harry from the get-go yeah he just wants harry to do a good job in school like he's like like, that's being a prick at your field trip bro like (laughs) obviously that's that's being a bad father (laughs) (laughs) that's being a My own father issues are coming out. This is- <laughs> uh, but like you're like, oh yeah, fuck him, fuck you, dad. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I just, I wish, I almost wish they went more crazy with Goblin. Cause okay, so when he is Goblin, he seems to still kind of just be a a more angry Norman Osborn. So like, he goes to kill like the his his board members or whatever at like the the parade. And then he's very calculated Out, about. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> he's calculated about like, like he wants Spider-Man on the side for whatever reason. We'll get to that scene, um, but like, I don't know. It didn't seem like he was mad. It just like it seemed like he was angry, but not like crazy. 
he kind of had like Joker craziness in a way. That's true. Where he's it, it's like he's he's crazy, but the craziness is just like a lack of any sort of empathy. So someone like more like a sociopath. I, yeah, but I almost wish he went like more Joker, like more good Joker, rather than just like he's kind of. No, crazy. I think he's great. Honestly, I think he's probably the best villain in this series by far. Uh, Close for me, I think Doctor Octopus is very, uh, very near and dear to my heart. But, okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I, I think them two obviously are the only villains that are contenders for the best villain. <laughs> yeah, actually, Sam, Sandman's pretty good. I like well, Sandman. I, okay, so I was gonna go. I was actually gonna go Sandman, but like there, are, there are quite a few things that I don't like about him either. But it's mostly in like just uh, his. Like, it's not his portrayal, it's just some things they did with him. But, like, his character and his motivation, I think, is the best. Yeah. I, uh, honestly, I have to hand it to the majority of the trilogy's villains for being sympathetic villains. That is true. Um, I know I yeah. know we, we all, like, the internet is like, you know, like, we need better villains, you know, and Marvel's, you know, given that to us for the most part. We still have our complaints about, you know, like, Hela and, you know, certain... Um, yeah, yeah. And Malekith and stuff like that. But I think... Sam Raimi Spider-Mans have all very well characterized villains in them. Yeah, except yeah, that. in a in a weird way, the the villains are sometimes more sympathetic than the heroes are. Um, yeah, that's for me, true. at least. Sometimes I'm just like, just Peter, just get your life together, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I completely agree. I feel like Peter most of the time is just fucking shit up, and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh damn it. <laughs> Trapped. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um and Willem's the and Willem Dafoe. First off, I love Willem Dafoe in general. Yeah. Um but his performance here is amazing. It's so No, no it's so heavy. bad, man. It's amazing. It's no, great. I hate it's, it. I hate it so much. No, no, it's it's perfect considering how like low key and kind of, you know, meek. Spider-Man is his performance reminds me of um, Ash from the Evil Dead. Yes, it's so over the top, but so brilliant. Like it's, it's... great. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's campy and a comic book. It's for one, it's just a comic book. So yeah, I, know, I agree. Yeah, one of it is it's just campy, and I get that. And like I can on on a certain level, I can accept that it is a comic book movie and it's going to be a little campy. That's fine. But for some reason. And I know I'm in the like the minority here, so I'm gonna get like railed for this. But <laughs> I I don't like the kind of zany and crazy he does in this film, which is sad because in most films I've seen him in, he does like his you know Willem Dafoe's signature like crazy, and I love it. But in this, for some reason, I really didn't. I was like, this is the wrong kind of crazy. But I don't like. Ugh, I don't know. That's just my Thanks. that's just my opinion, but. For some, I guess yeah. I'm in the minority here, but I really um, didn't like it. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Spider-Man, at least their movies. Um, in the movies, Spider-Man is, I think, all six of them. Um, there's six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Spider-Man can be kind of flat sometimes. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of the time, like, you know, he's, I don't know, like, funny is only funny for, you know, so much you know what i mean like yeah yeah I, the spider-man movie has really nailed the like sarcastic you know jokester one very well um just hate andrew garfield but <laughs> 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 I, um willem dafoe 
he brought his A game because you know Toby Maguire was the meek and sad and you know <laughs> yeah crying Spider Man <laughs> right yeah yeah no I th- I think it's true I like it um you know I I kind of wish and a little a little part of me kind of wishes that um they had continued with the series only because if they had um is it uh. Joe Maganello was Flash Thompson, so he could have been Agent Venom. Yeah. yeah. That could have been interesting. That could have been awesome. That's one of my favorite characters in the comics. I didn't even recognize that it was... At that point, he would have been like 40, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize that he was Manganello. And then I saw him in Castle, so I was like, oh, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. A 35-year-old is a high schooler. I'm going to beat you up. Yep. Why is this adult here? <laughs> Someone get him. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he's threatening children he's threatening (laughs) the 25 year old children (laughs) so we've kind of talked about uh toby mcguire and willem dafoe in their respective roles um let's talk about uh mj do you like her oh i hate her so much she's so boring she's not only boring she especially like in the second one we'll get to that she is like super manipulative yeah and in the third one, she's even more like she's just. And I get that Spider-Man's awful at times too. Spider-Man's but terrible I'm, in that film, even before he gets the symbiote. It, oh, there's a lot of stuff with their relationship. I'm like, that's that's one of those relationships that you, you want to look. You go and look on the outside and go, guys, I think it's just not going to work. Just, just, <laughs> just, just guys, separate, just stop. Separate. You can look back on relationships you had, and you're like, we broke up for smaller things than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it wouldn't have worked. Thank you. Yeah, oof. I think Mary Jane um, is just awful in these films. Um, yes, <laughs> and for it's uh, the. Sorry, go ahead. It said, go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, and it's weird because Kirsten Dunst isn't a terrible actress. No, no. I think she's written poorly. Yeah, it's just, it's just written. It's, uh, what's it called? Um, Green Lantern comic. Um. Where his girlfriend gets killed and he goes crazy. Um, oh, uh, yeah, the the parallax thing. I can't remember what it's called. It was there's a been a term given to um, women that are just kind of there to further the uh, the emotional and plot growth of characters, the hero. specifically superheroes. Um, and she falls victim to that. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's the Mary Jane complex. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally know what you're talking about, though. And yeah, she 100% falls into that. She's just, she's there, so Spider-Man has a love interest that he keeps failing and just, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unfortunate. And there's that scene in the first one um, where, where uh, you know, it's taking hold of uh, Norman and they're at the is it Thanksgiving? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Dinner together. It's and Thanksgiving. He goes a huge nasty tyrant, you know, tyrate, uh, just pig. <laughs> and um, Harry does like Harry says something like, you know, I really care about this girl, and he's like, you know, stop, you know, she's not like that. Stop talking about it like that. And then the room, and Mary Jane looks at him and says, "Thanks for sticking up for me, Harry." And then stomps off. Is like for once for one. He did. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, chill out, Mary Jane. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, not, like, Harry's not to blame. Yeah, and it seems like she does that a lot. Like, she just blames the wrong people. Like, 
usually yep. her boyfriends at the time. <laughs> like, yep. She's just like, this is happening in my life, and it's your fault. Thanks for sticking up for me. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you weren't at the play. It's, I was literally saving someone's life. <laughs> but my play! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Excuse you. <laughs> Bruce Campbell wouldn't let me through the door. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, and, and then the second one, she tells Peter, like, hey, do your Spider-Man thing. I'll be here for you. And then the third one, it's like, well, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, just what, kidding. Why are you doing it? You, you, mean this wasn't, you mean this wasn't like a one-time thing? It's going to happen a few times? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Um, awesome. <laughs> so, something that seems to happen... Okay, I know you guys like Willem Dafoe. I don't. But that, besides the point, I think a lot of... For some reason, a large majority of these casts, which are really good actors in other films are really bad in these movies. And I'm sure part of it is the writing. It's terrible. Like, James James Franco Franco is awful. I think it might just be... uh, It might just be that Raimi has a very... Yeah. That's what what I was thinking, because it's like, it it can't all be the writing, because Harry's writing isn't all terrible. I'm thinking part of it must (sighs) be the direction. Have you watched the second one? I said not all terrible. It's really bad in the second one. <laughs> it's true, but like it's some of his so some of his stuff in the first is bad. <laughs> it's, exactly, it's either completely, um, it's either like joking and silly, and for those few moments, it's nice, or it's uh, staring at the middle distance, going, "I'm gonna kill Spider Man." It's like we know, yeah. stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. It's really he's really one dimensional on his plan, but I do think the, the overall arc of his makes good perfect sense and i think um he did get nice closure at the end although some of the acting and some of the the line delivery and yeah you know yeah i do like thing three (laughs) i do like that arc though it's a good it's a good arc and we'll get to it mostly in three but i think uh, this arc for harry over the three films is really interesting but yeah so can we talk about the best character really quick yes please do i was about to get to him um, J. Jonah Jameson, yes. played by J.K. Simmons, the best, is the best character, the best character in our movies, and best actor in these movies, and probably the best comic book movie casting of all time. So true. Yeah. If they brought That's him so back, spot on. if they brought him back for Jameson in the Homecoming verse, please, please, I don't care wonderful. that it doesn't make sense. Bring him into the MCU. Make him Jameson again. He's so perfect. I wonder how he could get away with it now that he's Commissioner Gordon. That's true. What is... Oh, it's easy. The DCU was dead and no one cares anymore. So. They're going to recast him when they do it in a different world with a different Batman because they suck. Or they won't, and it'll just confuse people. They just don't <laughs> care anymore. <laughs> uh, but he's so perfect. He's so good. Anyway. Agree. Um, the only... I, I, those scenes are my favorite scenes. The Like, like the the comedy that Sam Raimi just gets in those scenes are, is, is perfect. Yeah, like, like yeah. the part when, like, he just stares at him, bl- like, so, like uh, I think Peter asked for a raise or something, and he just kind of blankly stares at him for a second, and then just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> just bursts into laughter. That's amazing. Uh, that's like the, the one in... Sorry, we lost you there. Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. Sorry. What happened? Oh, you cut out for a second. Just... I think you fainted. <laughs> I just got so worked up about J.K. Simmons. Uh... My fucking tempo. <laughs> what were you saying, though? 
gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, the the line where in the uh, the first one where he's like, Peter says something. I'd like a job, sir, and he goes, "No jobs, freelance." Like, yeah. Best yeah. in the world. Your age. <laughs> so yeah. good. I love. I love in the. We'll get. I guess we'll get to it in the third one. But when he's like, he has to keep his stress down. That's so hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the the buzzer. <laughs> that scene is amazing. Uh, Raimi. Raimi uh, doesn't do subtlety very well. If you ever watch any of his movies, yeah, like, subtlety is not his um, strength, which is why you see like the romances when they're supposed to be taken seriously don't work so well. But yeah. when Raimi is allowed to be loud and ridiculous and over the top and just be <laughs> Raimi, it's amazing. It's exactly what you'd expect. It's great. And I think that's one reason why these films like did so well. And I'm really, I am, I am. I, I hate on them a lot, but I am thankful that they exist because they really paved the way for like the modern craziness that we have of of, of superhero movies. Like I really think the over the topness was kind of needed, um, and it worked. Like it was the perfect over the topness for this era. Like obviously they took off. Because <laughs> uh, without these Spider-Man movies, I know this is kind of generalizing, but um, without these Spider-Man movies, look at the other movies that were coming out in the time dark gritty realistic fucking flat like yeah. spider-man yeah. was you know real comic book movie x-men is the first x-men movie is awful like <laughs> i love the x-men to death but that first movie is really bad i just watched that one recently too and it's it's rough it's pretty bad yeah. <laughs> did not age well no sure. it did not um but yeah, I think I think these were needed because without that like you said we just have the X-Men and it that wouldn't be amazing. We'd probably still get like stuff like the Dark Knight, but we would definitely wouldn't have gotten the MCU. So um I don't actually know. If Spider-Man didn't happen, we might not have gotten like Daredevil or something, but that could have been a save. That's true. <laughs> that could have uh, been good. We, we would have lost the the, the um the filmy wonder that was Daredevil. <laughs> no! We might have lost the Punisher movies, but those are kind of like middle like middling anyway. It's like yeah. people are back and forth the on Tom those. Jane but... one. I do like that one. Yeah, a lot of people like that one, but um anyway, just to finish out the cast, I think uh Aunt May and Uncle Ben are really good as well, cast wise. I think uh, Aunt May is actually Rose pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, Rosemary Harris through these films. She's actually my least favorite Aunt May. I think she's my favorite. Really? All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I, I mean, obviously, uh, Melissa Tomei is a fox, but like, that's not my <laughs> Aunt May. You know, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I kind of like Hot Aunt May. Um, but I think my favorite might actually be. Oh, I like Hot Aunt May. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I do too, but I still don't like this version. That's what I I'm think, saying. I think my favorite might actually be middle-aged Aunt May from The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, if you no, she was so flat. Like this one, this one, it they went for two different extremes. This one yeah. is good at times, but when you watch her in the whole trilogy, there are moments where I'm like, you're not like, especially in two. I'm like, you're not a good person. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about when... Uh, uh... When Peter tells her about um, what happened, and he's like looking for forgiveness, and then she just kind of leaves him? <laughs> I'm like, that's awful. That's good. <laughs> She's dealing with it, too. You know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. that. I, I actually like that. I like, I like that she walked away. Because I feel like the trope... I mean, part of that is just that it's modern and we're watching this you know 
what is it 16 years after it came out but the trope is like immediate forgiveness for the heroes so i i feel like i like that when it's done like that whereas like when it's when it's non-forgiveness from the romance that's or from the from the from the lover or whatever that's not as interesting does did that make sense uh no at me again okay (laughs) so (laughs) i like that he isn't given immediate forgiveness um because yeah uh, because she's working through it but i don't like when he's not given immediate forgiveness by mary jane or the love interest because I think that's really boring, and it's done so much. Okay, you're so you're like playing with tropes then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like I, I like that they kind of did it with Aunt May instead of with the. Anyway, whatever. But you, you know what I'm saying. Um, I feel like Aunt May is very um, she's very she's very much a human, where she reacts to the things that Peter does. Aunt would right like yeah, you know, and but, I, you know she finds out that you know. People, one of the persons she loves the most in the world, you know, had a, you know, not, not a hand in the other person she loves the most in the world's (laughs) death, but you know, like is related to it. I mean, that would be a blow to anybody, I think. And I think her walking away is, is justified. Yeah. And I like that it kind of, it kind of gives you a moment to, to kind of relate, like to, to, to like give Peter a moment just of, of distance before he does get that forgiveness. And it lets him kind of grow a bit but in between that. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all the characters. Did any, either of you have anything to say? I want to mention one character, the carjacker. Yeah. Um, the, the guy who, who robs the dude and um, that's the Uncle Ben's killer. Um, in the first one. <laughs> one yeah in the first one the the actor's name is michael papa john <laughs> no way yeah, that is his name that's amazing um, he looks yeah, like a papa john is one word papa john he looks um, like a papa john <laughs> and his wife's name is paula jean papa john oh goodness gracious <laughs> is is pj pj <laughs> <laughs> What a joke! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Paula Jane or Paula Jean or Paula Jane? Um, I think it's Paula Jean, but right now I can't see it. Okay. Anyway, either way, he definitely married her because Paula Jean is the female equivalent of Papa John. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I I will. I, I, that's what that's what I look for in a woman. I'm looking for someone who's ha- shares my whose last name first name is kind of similar to my last name. Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Thank you for that little tidbit. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's not Paula Jean. It's Paula Joy. No, <laughs> Paula Joy, Papa John. That's even yeah. better. Oh, <laughs> uh, Paula Joy, Papa John. <laughs> Imagine addressing her as she like gets like an award or something. Like, would <laughs> Paula Joy, Papa John, come to the stage, please? And the actress for best supporting actress is PJ PJ. Kevin's <laughs> <laughs> clapping. There's crying people. It's... <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, let's uh let's finish up this um this film by talking about briefly um whether or not it holds up. Um, obviously the CGI does not. 
So okay, you didn't I like the scene where they all turned to the skeletons? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think it's fair to judge a movie from 2002 yes. based off of its, um, you know, yes. CGI. That is I, true. I'm just, you can't see this, but I'm slowly looking over at my Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I, I just like, I'm not judging the film's merit on that. I just wanted to say that it hasn't hold up. Like some films from that era hold up better than others. And I think part of the reason this one doesn't as well is just because they show so much. Um, but that is something yeah, always, I've... Sorry, go ahead. In like, it's always in like brightly lit days. I will give them credit. Like the CGI, a lot of it's in like, brightly lit days a lot of times that's hard for cgi now yeah which is which you know with lord of the rings you have you know you have uh, trees Helm's and deep in that and scene. stuff yeah right but it's all at night you know yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah and um that is something that i appreciated was um Raimi used cgi so that he could keep things in shot like he has these big shots of spider-man swinging around and jumping on top of balloons and stuff I like that. I like that he didn't, like, do, like, quick cuts to kind of hide the fact that maybe it didn't... Like, I mean, back then it, it looked really good, but you know what I mean? Like, he didn't... Agree. He didn't quick cut I, to I hide... I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Even though it's, it's, it isn't it's as good by today's CGI, CGI standards, I really appreciate that. And it was nominated for Best Visual Effects, so... It did pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was around in 2002 that was um that you could compare it to maybe. Um, yeah, I, I, um Lord of the Rings. Well, did Lord of the Rings win in 2003? Uh it, it got nominated. Was, I believe so. I thought 2003 2002 was Helm's Deep. Okay, cuz it, it it was uh Spider-Man was nominated in 2003. Oh, in 2003, uh, no, the Lord of the Rings uh, Return of the King swept the Oscars that year. Okay, okay. Then yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, like, that's that's a like, good like Oscars did good that year. <laughs> uh, yeah. The two towers won best visual effects in two thousand three. It beat out. Oh, sorry, two thousand four. Yeah. Okay. Either way, Lord of the Rings is is a worthy opponent. So, um, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not offended. But, um, yeah. So, anything else you want to say about this film before we like it and put it at the top and bottom of our list currently? I'm gonna put it in the middle, personally. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, real quick, did you works. did you like it, Zach? Oh, I got that on the Garrett. Um, well, I mean, obviously um, Garrett liked no, it. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly mean you. Did you like it? Um, you know what? Before I was saying that I didn't, but um, having talked about it again, I'm kind of I've kind of been I've, I've been swayed back. I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna give it like a. Do, do we do a rating system on this show? Do you want to do a rating? Yeah, okay, I'm going to give it like a, 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 a um, I don't know. Do it out of 10. Out of 10? Um, a thumbs up out of 10. Okay, good. Cool. Um, I, huh. okay, so I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the original Spider-Man, like, take, like, you know, great, great power comes great responsibility, that story. I really like that. But I think the reason that I like this film is because I enjoyed laughing at some of the a lot of the bad things. Um, <laughs> so I'm probably going to give it a four or five out of ten. But mine are going to change a lot, so don't hold me to that. But <laughs> okay. I think that's currently mine, like a, a middling. My, my final decision is that I could change my opinion at any time. <laughs> yeah, just... pretty much. 
I'm allowed to be a human being. That is my decision. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. I guess if I was going to rate it, um, based off of, like, the sheer amount of enjoyment I actually get out of it every single time I watch like I'm, I, it's like I'm, you know, watching it once it came out on VHS, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably like a seven. Like, okay. Okay. So much fun with it. Yeah. Okay. That's so yeah. right now we have um, a four or five out of 10, but don't judge me and I can change my opinion. <laughs> um, seven out of 10 and a thumbs up out of 10. So okay. <laughs> pretty consistent so far. Yeah. Think, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, the word the same but different uh, scene is stupid. I hated that. Yeah. I kind of like it. I kind of think it works. But there's I, no, yeah. it's not founded. How is no, Goblin is, the same as both, Spider-Man? They both have powers. <laughs> Goblin doesn't have powers. Goblin does not have powers. He has a, a suit and a glider with a bunch of bombs in it. They both have suits, so it's founded. <laughs> it's not founded. I hate that scene. He's got like, I mean, in this iteration of the of the the Raimiverse or whatever you want to call it, um, you see the. Uh, uh, the serum work on his muscles and grow larger. That's so true, it's, but it's, that's 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 power, just, not powers. And the they go flying. That's true. Still, he has the ability to turn people into skeletons at whim. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Even Spider-Man doesn't have that power. <laughs> can we can we talk about the costumes real quick? Oh okay. yeah, yeah, sure. Goblin looks like hell. Um, yes, Goblin's terrible. <laughs> I've always actually liked the Green Goblin costume. Dude, it's terrible. I never noticed as a kid that his mouth, you could actually see it, his mouth, within right? the mask's mouth. That's horrible. I love yeah, it. I'm sorry. I love it. I've always loved that. I never got why people hated it. I love it. His Spider-Man suit Thank is great, though. Perfect. Like, I, like that is that is your classic Spider-Man suit. Yeah. To the movie, like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. But I think Goblin um, probably could have done a better being, like, cloth based i don't know like yeah well they're originally they had um they had this animatronic helmet that was supposed to look more like skin and you wouldn't see his face at all and i would have preferred that to this like unmoving iron man suit like the way you described it it sounds it sounds like it would have looked weird but <laughs> <laughs> the eyes are moving and it's, uh, <laughs> talking it's like ah! <laughs> it would have looked weird but i feel like it would have been better than this weird but maybe that's just me. I have apparently I'm in the minority Willem. on a lot of my opinions about Goblin. So I think Willem Dafoe's face painted green would have done just fine. <laughs> that's fair. He does have the, he just, the angles for it. He just has the Joker the makeup. No, no explanation. <laughs> just Joker makeup the whole time. <laughs> it's me, the Green Goblin, guys. <laughs> That'd be great. Um. Yeah. So we're we ready to move on to two. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So Spider-Man 2 was released on June 30th, 2004, directed by Sam Raimi again. Um, same cast, except uh, instead of Willem Dafoe, we got Alfred Molina this time, or Molina, as um, Doc Ock. It made uh, $783.8 million at the box office, so... That's good. Not as much That's as the first, but it's still really good. And now, uh, it was nominated for Best Visual Effects, Best Sound Mixing, and Best Sound Editing. Which did it win in 2005? Is there, like, a trivia? Is there, like, a trivia aspect of this? No, I just thought it'd be fun to ask you which one they won. 
Um, all of the above. Points for this? All their points? Uh, I want more, <laughs> more points than Gary. I only have, <laughs> I only have one, ga- one question, so yes, there's points. One of you will have this a point, and one of you will have zero points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> deciding factor. Okay, so. Uh, best yeah. visual effects, best sound mixing, and best sound editing. Sound I'm... mixing, sound editing sound like the same thing. <laughs> They're slightly different, but pretty much the same. <laughs> Which did I don't win? think it won visual effects because it's 2004. I guess 2005. Lord of the Rings probably won that. It's 2005. Oh, well, now I don't know. <laughs> Pick one. I'll give it to mixing. Why not, Zach? I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna be the black sheep and say best visual effects. Zach gets the point. They won best visual effects. <laughs> yeah, in uh, in 2005, it won best visual effects because 2004 was swept by Lord of the Rings. I want to uh, congratulate you on that because I do have the IMDb page pulled up, and I could have clicked it. I could have just <laughs> I could have just looked, but I did not. I respected the competition. Bravo, sir. Bravo. <laughs> you get an honorary point. You're both equals now. <laughs> a ball game. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I call foul, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I thought that'd be a little fun. <laughs> um, I'm getting a plaque now. It just says, I beat Garrett. It's just <laughs> thumbs up at the end of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's talk about uh, two. So um, the plot. This movie has one. Yes, it does. That's good. Uh, <laughs> good synopsis. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so um, Peter's well, trying to make the same it. the first one. Yeah, a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Except, yeah, pretty much. Doc Ox just <laughs> makes a nuke, and then he's like, but it didn't work. I'm going to make it again. Spider-Man's just your average kid who happens to have superpowers. He needs to both save the day and juggle his home life, work life, and family life, and he just can't do it. Wacky adventures, and the villain is, like, super dark and comes out of nowhere, and the whole time he's, like, dealing with the gravitas of what it means to be a human being uh, amid having these amazing powers. Back to Spider-Man, whoops, Mary Jane's acting like a jerk again, and also you know? college, because they can't pull off a 30-year-old being a high school student anymore. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I don't think people had as much faith in child actors as they did as they do now. That's true. Yeah, to be fair, I never had any faith in Tobey Maguire, so I'm That's like, true. at that point, you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> just get a baby; it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I saw mean, the image. Peter Parker. Um, I saw an image online that was uh, showing the different Spider-Man men and uh, Aunt May's. From the different movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and the, the it was saying they're getting younger. Yeah, and younger. the projected new series Spider Man's a toddler and Aunt May's like 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I mean, do you like the story? Do you like the premise? I mean, I think it's pretty well executed. It's self contained. Two, I think it's like a, um, a better, more um, compact version of the first one. Yeah, I agree. It's a little more like streamlined. And I like mm-hmm. that. Correct. Yeah. It's still Play very Sam the... Raimi. Yes. Very. Okay, so <laughs> one Sam Raimi thing in this film, and he only does it in this film, but Cassie and I both noticed that there are so many screaming women in this film. Yep, yes. Like, he does no, he does that in every film. He it's does not it... just this one. Okay, but like in this yeah. one, he does it at least five times. Like there's one in the surgery room when Doc Ock wakes up and it's like That whole scene. That whole scene is straight out of Evil Dead. That's a good scene that's a is... good scene. 
But like, yeah, um, just the top five scenes in the whole trilogy. Yes. Oh yeah, for but sure. Just, so good. Just the screaming women. So there's there's one operator that screams, and they always scream into the camera as the camera zooms in on their face. I'm pretty sure Mary Jane does it once, and I'm fairly certain two or three like street girls do it as he's rampaging around. There are so many. It's the, the like, girl in the the office building when the the claw comes through the wall. Yeah, like she yeah. She turns and runs directly into the camera and then screams. It's great. Yes. <laughs> yes. All the time. <clears throat> I only noticed it in this movie. Like, it's the most in this one. It's crazy. This anyway. one was probably Sam Raimi's, like, he was like, okay, I'm all on this one. Like, this is... Yeah, yeah. This is... Like, the first one worked. I'm allowed to be me now, so... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think I agree with that statement, is he was just like, let's go. I got the, you know, the first one out of the way. Now let's go crazy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it worked. I, I will say this one's better than the first one. Yeah, yeah, I think I think honestly, Spider-Man Two is probably in my top five like just comic book movies of all time. I'm not okay. Okay, it's not for me, but it's good. <laughs> they almost put Jake Gyllenhaal in the role because McGuire had hurt his back. Yeah, I heard about really? this. I was doing research and I and I saw that. Yeah, would that have worked? No, just in the suit, and then they shot Tobey Maguire scenes when he was just Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, I don't think Gyllenhaal would have worked. I don't it know. Wouldn't have, it, it wouldn't have gone down as well, I think, if Gyllenhaal had replaced Tobey Maguire. Also, yeah. recasting your main character but keeping the same continuity isn't great. It works sometimes. Give me an example. Uh, the Hulk movies. Yes. The best example. The only good example I can think of. That's the, the only Batman good example. Movies. That was well, a no. That was bad recasting. Shh. Clooney is not better than. <laughs> I don't think that was Clooney's fault. I no, it wasn't. <laughs> but he does regret doing it. He has said so himself. The um, Hulk makes sense because I don't know. I, whenever I think of the MCU, I definitely I don't even think about the Incredible Hulk. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, it's I forget kinda, that movie happened all the time. It's kind of one of those that's like. It it's like in the back of the consciousness, like oh yeah, I guess that's technically part of the MCU, but it doesn't really feel like it. Yeah, so I feel like with, it works partially on that front. Well, with Ross now part of the MCU officially. Yeah, you know, yeah, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think it would have worked, but needless to say, he didn't. It was still Tobey Maguire. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about the story. Um, and we kind of talked. Um, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Doc Ock um, has a very similar, uh, once again, a sympathetic villain. Yep. He's trying to do this, blah, 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 blah. His technology, for some, they just made up a thing. The What's it called? What the, do they call it? The inhibitor chip. That's what it is. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that gets fried, and he becomes a rampaging maniac like the Green Goblin. Yep, Which my thing was like, what, 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 what was done to those claws to make them hate people? Like... Yeah, like, it was kind of like a subtle like AI is gonna take over. Yeah, but I was like, I was. It was like, well, they'll take over your mind. But I'm like, what if they took over your mind? And it was like, hey, let's do something really productive with humanity. You know, we might be able to go into construction. <laughs> you know, maybe open like a like a little uh, a little you know small business for ourselves. You know, Spider Man fighting the four armed baker. Fair, <laughs> to be fair, what they want to do is rebuild the machine that can sustain an entire city you know with you know reusable energy so effectively they are trying to be better but they don't have any funding so they 
go and steal it, right? Yeah. That's true. No, I mean, yeah. I guess part of it, like, realistically, they actually are trying to do, like, based on that, they are trying to do humanity um, a favor. A favor. They're just, they just don't have a concept of law and, like... Right or wrong, yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Spider-Man stops them, and then... They're like, oh, we get Spider Man out of the way and we can rob that bank. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, throw just, that old woman at him. That's he's fine. An old duck. <laughs> Butterfinger. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they just don't have a concept of, like, the importance of human life. They're just like, well, this is our work. You literally made us to help, uh, to help you build this nuke. So. Yeah. They're just like, they're this just is, like, this is our work. We yeah, must this, do our work. This is our purpose. You. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I can see that point. You've turned me around on that, Garrett. Poor <laughs> wife, though. Yeah, she shouldn't have died by just some glass. Like, I, probably I, not. Have you ever been? Have you ever had glass shattered on you, Dante? No, but she should. Well, you're alive, so there you go. <laughs> like something that always happens in movies and TV shows is there's like broken glass and it like immediately cuts you. It doesn't do that. Like. If you if you if I were to break a glass on the ground and place my hand on top of it, my hand's not all of a sudden going to have 15 cuts and start gushing blood. It's just going to have a few pieces of glass stuck to me and maybe Sticky one or two poking you. into my skin <laughs> yeah. like I don't know. That just always gets me in film. It's like it doesn't actually do that. Well, I mean the movie would be a lot less interesting if it's like, "Oh no, his wife has a slight uh, has a few mild uh, scratches." <laughs> that is true. No! But, but I mean that's like have it be that like a metal beam just gets sucked towards the thing because of the magnetism and she just gets caught in the middle. Like it would have had the same effect. You still cut away as she dies. It's it's fine. Makes more you sense. You should have the movie. Yeah, I should have when I was 2. It would have been great. Well, I was four at just, this point. Just that one thing. Just like, we, we need to fix that. <laughs> I would have been four, so I could actually speak. I'd be like, yeah. yeah. And then people would still be going, so so if that steel beam fell, why was the the, uh, the structural integrity of the building That's not true. So uh, true. compromised? Ow! <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to, I don't know. There's not a ton to talk uh, about this movie. great. Uh, train scene? Yeah, let's talk about the train scene. Um, so Cassie laughed at and loved the fact that he like does a crowd wave or a crowd like uh, surf as he's going back. <laughs> like that was kind of dumb. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Like they could have just pulled him back. You could have had two guys like holding him around his arms and the rest of the 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 the, just the part. car cheering for him. Yeah, just part as they're like you know. Yeah. Just, no, you don't need a crowd surfing. That's like realistically, if he's hurt, like that's the last thing you want to do, because that's really there's bad. One, there's that's one really guy bad snuck in, his... and he's shouting <laughs> mosh pit, and <laughs> <laughs> like that's really bad for his back and neck. Like that's like just from like my knowledge of first aid. Hurt back. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, are, are, are we but... saying that these movies are unrealistic? Is that what we're saying right now? <laughs> um, like, if they if they had somebody just put him on a stretcher and then take him out of the train and then we're just like, well, let's take him to the hospital and we'll get him fixed up. That's not cinematic, you know? Like <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, just lie him down. That's his metaphor's health. <laughs> cloth on his forehead. I, yeah, damn that's cloth true. on him. <laughs> Bring the cloth on my hair. Is anyone here a doctor? <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, 
I think there's a there's a lar- a very large theme in Spider-Man movies as a whole um, about New York City and Spider-Man. Like they're one and the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First one where Gobby's uh, attacking him and uh, else, you know, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. You know, yeah, that, that was pretty thing. bad too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, that guy's immediately attacked him and runs away. <laughs> And then Goblin <laughs> throws a grenade that turns them all into skeletons, and it's all it's all over with. Yeah, but... this is New York or something. <laughs> the city of compassion. Yeah, I love that it's too because that's I love that yeah. too because that's so like like just not how it would be. <laughs> like America's not like that. <laughs> Someone be handed, but they'd be crowd surfing Spider Man. You'd have the one guy who goes, "Ah, oh, gross." <laughs> okay so also in that scene by this point especially after the train scene everyone should know who spider-man is oh yeah like after the first movie with what happened in school everyone should know after that and like the fact that like everyone on the train is like yeah i won't tell is like no no there's gonna be that kid that's like dude i'm getting like Gonna get all tell all my friends that it's just some nerd. Like, <laughs> no, but who would know? If you look at the guy, it's like it, it's not like he's that's true. The head of some corporation. It's like, oh my goodness, it's that guy. He takes off the mask and it's like, yes, it's me, Frog Face Man. It's just like you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be able to recognize him. You know, that's true. That's true. Wayne, but... It's just a college kid. You know. Yeah, that's and true. There's eight million people in New York City. Like that is true. That. He probably looks like about fifty percent of them. Like, yeah, but I feel like they could still like I feel like they could still go to the police. I feel like they could still go to the police and just be like, "Hey, this yeah, is a description." Here's a description, Spider-Man. He's a white guy with brown hair. Oh, really? All right, that's gonna be easy to track down. Thanks. If you make him cry, you will know what who he is. He's average height, he has brown hair, and he's white. Go find him. <laughs> I guess that's right color. Brown. Nice. <laughs> All right. Okay. We've really narrowed this down, everyone. <laughs> it's a lot like Toby Maguire. <laughs> that would have been great. Is that Toby Maguire? <laughs> That'd be funny. That uh, would be good. But yeah, I think it's it's a good scene. And I like that everybody's I, I do like that everybody's kinda like, Yeah, we'll protect you. Like it's fun. Yeah, and doesn't get Spider-Man. that. Gotham doesn't give a shit if Batman's there or not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, well, sometimes I'm just like, go away, please, stop helping us. <laughs> Gotham's just like you're Gotham's... making things worse. <laughs> Gotham's like so hardened. They're just like, no, it's fine. We've been doing this for years. Oh, anyway, Spider-Man is a is a is a hero of the people. He's got more of a uh, uh, as like Superman. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah good guy you know? he does like <laughs> and, and he, he did and knock it, down a hundred buildings so yeah. yeah and in these films he does really <laughs> represent like the people and i like that he's like the symbol for new york yes and i also think spider-man and well i mean isn't that kind of what the purpose of spider-man was was you know like he it like he is just an everyman right like yeah, yeah. steve ditko and stan lee were like you know that's what we want is just a brown-eyed white guy <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much you know who's underrepresented in comic books white people let's get him in there <laughs> white, white straight men they <laughs> were back... those guys in the comics get him in <laughs> they were back in the 60s guys <laughs> oh anyway but uh... yeah um do you like 
uh, Doc Ock's redemption at the end? Yes and no. I feel like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Like, it's cool because at least in the beginning, you do see him connect with Peter and you see that he's a decent guy. Yeah, I do like that. Like, Raimi, one like pro to Raimi is he takes his time to build his villains, usually. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like... And, and the relationship between Parker and the villains. Like, those are yeah, all yeah. always well-established. Even, like, ones that never came to be, like, um, like Doc Lizard. Connors yeah. in this one. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. And he has one arm in this, which is wonderful. I was, like, out upon Pond watching, I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. What was that the third one? He has one arm in the third one. I can't remember if he has one arm in the second. I wonder if, I wonder if there's a change. That would, that be, would be weird. What? Who? Dr. Connor. Oh, Connor. Is in, he's in both of these films. But we're trying to remember if he has his arm gone in this one. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Because it's know. definitely gone in the third one. I remember that specifically. I watched it last night. <laughs> yeah, well, they were trying to... They were trying to set up the... That whole... Oh, I think yeah, it was like yeah. Craven and the Vulture and the Lizard and... Yeah, yeah. I'll get to that when I talk about You four, ever notice but... that Spider-Man villains are like predominantly green? Yeah, that's green true. and purple. <laughs> green and purple, yeah. Green and purple, yeah. Yeah. The only the exception uh, is Craven. He's orange. He's like, get this guy out of here. He's Russian. Get him out of here. <laughs> is Craven Russian? In some interpretations. Oh, I guess it depends. I have no idea. In Spectacular Spider-Man, he is. I don't know if he's like defined where he comes from in the comics, but like, in Spectacular Spider-Man, he's like a Russian hunter. That's like yeah, well, I mean, he's, he, as we established, hands. he's a he's a white guy with uh, brown hair, so it should be yeah. super easy to figure out where he's from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it's like I could just go to the supermarket and just see him. Like he'll just be there. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's Craven. <laughs> and that Batman. <laughs> and have some oranges. Oh. Connor's arm going missing between the first or the second and the third one, but canon and just you know believe that that happens yeah <laughs> it just sort of falls off it's, like, there's no question. it's just like it's just he wakes up one day it's on the crowd he's like oh well that happened it was his weaker arm <laughs> <laughs> the body decided no longer needed it it's just kind the, of the explanation is that it's his weaker arm it was, the body it's felt very, that it was useless a very faint paper tearing sound <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and, 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 it, it falls it's, like a piece of paper, like it just floats down. In the wind. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, gone. He's he like, looks no. after it, he's like, no. <laughs> the hand gives him a fing- the finger at the point. <laughs> oh, man. I have but to yeah. give, him, give him a hand for the world building on that. Like, they... Did you just say, do we have to give him a hand on the world building? <laughs> Did you just make that joke? Give him a left hand. So unintentional. <laughs> or it's a right hand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean they they spent time developing a an like a ecosystem of characters. Yeah, yeah. Probably oh yeah, that, that would prove, that would prove really handy in the fourth one. That never happened. So. Yeah, yeah. And you, I mean Betty Brant could potentially you know if they if they kept using like Mary Jane as like kind of they kind of mixed Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy storylines and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Later on, you know, if it had kept going, you know, Gwen Stacy is like it's almost like they switched them, as if like gonna die and then Gwen Stacy was gonna be the second oh that would be had... great yeah and, that would have been um, interesting the the bugle too yeah I always like Betty Brandt because I, I grew up reading the original Spider-Man comics like reprints of like the originals yeah yeah one of those omnibus things with yep 
That's what I grew up with. Uh, to the old six. Yeah, it's really cool that the way yeah. they, uh, you know, they had had plans. It seemed like, or they were just a bunch of really good Easter eggs in there, and they were like, maybe we'll use it, maybe we won't, maybe it's in <laughs> just that. Yeah, and, yeah. We've got a hand in the door if we ever need to uh, use any of these characters. Yeah, so. and I do like that. Like Raimi does build a world, and that's really interesting. Yeah. Um. Oh. Harry's story continues in this movie. I was trying to think of anything else that happens. I'm gonna kill Spider Man. Here's a chance to kill Spider Man. I'm not gonna kill Spider Man. Alright. Yeah, <laughs> Leave <much>. the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's really boring in this movie. It's like just just skip this one and go to three. It's fine. It's just I think if it was just delivered better, I'd care, but like honestly, like in this one I you start feeling the boringness of, <laughs> uh, of Harry Osborne. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's and so I think weird because Franco's good. Yeah, he will, and this one he started feeling more like Franco and less like Harry Osborne. Like when I watched the first one, yeah. I'm like, "That's Harry Osborne," and the second one, it's that's James Franco. And I and I don't know why the, the, the distinction is there. But... And the third one is really James Franco. <laughs> no, weirdly enough, the third one works better. Uh, after, okay, after he's flipped the script, he he, uh, you know, into full on you know new Goblin. He's, yeah. Um, I mean, I think James Franco true. works really well in hands-on roles. So yeah, that's true. I more meant his Harry stuff. Yeah, his Harry stuff's bad in the third one. Also, I want to point out for like any astute listeners that I've been making hand puns this whole time, and no one has commented. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Oh, you have to go back and listen to it. But I've made like five hand puns in the last two minutes. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> A reason to Good listen point. back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just ignore puns at this point. I I dislike them. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I think we. Is there anything else you want to say about the plot or the characters? No, I think it's good. It sounds like you want to get to the worst one. Okay, okay, all right. Um, what you want to do? Yeah. So the CGI in this one's better. Um, that's gonna be my last thing to say. CGI is really good. Yeah, the claws were great. Yeah, it actually yeah. even a large portion of like the the fight between him and and an octopus on the train and on the side of the building actually holds up pretty well. Like, yeah, it looks good, better than the third. <laughs> Although anytime he punched Doctor Octopus, he should have been dead. Like that's <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is like, a man. His head should have just exploded. That's true. <laughs> like, this is like this is a man with a uh, 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 um probably at this point heavy brain damage uh, from the yeah. explosion, like a really like messed up body, and he's not exactly like in the greatest shape either. Yeah. yeah so Spider Man should have like punched him once, his head would explode, and that would be it. <laughs> that would be dark though, because then it would just be arms <laughs> yeah. carrying around a dead body. That would be no, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> But I like... actually wanted to. Uh, I actually had uh, like a. I don't know if it's happened before, but I have thought to myself like Doctor Octopus should die, and then those arms are still carrying out his work, lugging around a, a like a skeleton. Like yeah, that would be like legitimately. The most that's what would happen. Thing. Like yeah. it's happened where he's gotten knocked out and the arms have kept going. Like if he dies, they just keep going. It is still a villain. We've seen similar things actually in um in spider-man before but it was with um it was with venom yeah um, yeah because he goes like unconscious no no there was a there was a um an an elseworld story where which isn't marvel but there's an elseworld story where spider-man keeps the venom symbiote 
and it's like 20 years out of line and then eventually it's pulled off of him and you find out that he's been dead for like 10 years and and uh then oh. i'm like ate him and he's been just been carrying around the spider-man corpse for that's intense uh, it's super <laughs> dark in um I mean, in spectacular spider-man he gets knocked out in a fight with the sinister six and then the suit like effectively takes out the sinister six and he wakes up and he finds out he put most of them away nice it's a really awesome scene he just wakes up he's like what the crap um but yeah like <laughs> it's a thing that happens it's weird that it's also like mostly spider-man villains <laughs> these villains are equipped to keep doing villainous things with a dead body <laughs> their consciousness <laughs> um yeah so uh i think we can probably say we all liked it um yep i'll put it above the first one probably our ranking here <laughs> um I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it about um, a gold star out of ten. Okay. You realize this joke's only gonna hold up for the next like three episodes. I'm right? aware. I'll run out of things to say, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> um, out of ten. Eight so, out of ten. Eight. First one, and I really like the first one. Okay. Okay. It's... I think um, I'll probably give it uh, a six, probably six out of ten, maybe okay. seven, somewhere in there. Um, cause this is good. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Max ratings because he, he came into this saying like, Oh, I hate these movies, but the, so far two out of three have good ratings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So far though, <laughs> I want wow. to, be, to be fair. So far the two have ratings. <laughs> I don't know how you define what the ratings are. <laughs> okay. I will say I like, hmm. I did come into this saying I would hate on them, but I do like a, a lot about these films, and they're films that I own and I will rewatch. Like, okay, and I don't like I give them decent ratings because I realize that there is a lot of good in them. It's just the reason I hate on them so much is a lot of just the outdatedness and the bad mm -hmm. acting. Um, but I don't feel that that is enough to give it a poor rating for me. Okay, like I'm trying to look at it. I'm as unbiased as I can, and I'm like, it actually is a good film. It's just I laugh at a lot of these things that are very specific. Um, Unfortunately, yes. like, not unfortunately, but I in my outlook, I'm like, these. I watch a lot of bad movies too, just because I also enjoy bad movies. Because yeah, you know, in my perspective, it's like good, bad. What's the difference, really? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I can get just as much enjoyment from like. An hysterically bad movie then from know, a good um if i'm if i'm laughing my ass off and smiling and you know still having a good time then i don't know what the difference is you know what i mean yeah, yeah. agreed it, it, it's actually boring movies that are the unforgivable ones yeah yeah i think i think my approach is just more i try to come at it like more like a film critic almost or a filmmaker mm -hmm. and so i try to be as unbiased as possible but i mean at the same time, I could rate it that way, and in that respect, I enjoy. I like these films; they're fun, yeah. you know. I think Red oh, yeah. Red Letter Media has a good uh, term for this, and it's called um, schlock. If a movie is schlocky, then it's great. I, okay. I watch a lot of uh, bad horror movies. That's just like one yep. of the books. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I do this thing just with myself, me and my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I have dubbed it Schlocktober, and I just yay. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's wonderful. I kind of I'm gonna I'm, I kind of want to steal that now. My girlfriend hates uh, horror movies, but I want to see if I can steal it. <laughs> see, my Funny wife. One. Great. 
my wife doesn't get spending your time watching a film that you know is bad, but I'm like, no, there's it's such, so much there's fun. Such joy to it. Yeah, I know. It's like it's terrible. It's amazing. Um, anyway, you ready for three guys? Can I just say that this is actually probably my favorite Spider-Man movie? Can I just say you're ever? No, not ever. But in this uh, trilogy, yeah, it's my favorite one. Can I say I agree really? with you? Yeah. So. Okay. I think want to break Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna. It's I wanna, okay. Okay. Favorite, let me. But I still enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Okay. Um, I really want to get into this, but I'll I'll briefly go through the details that I've been doing just to be consistent. Um, yep. Released May fourth, two thousand seven. Raimi again. Uh, this time we've got Topher Grace and Thomas Hayden Church as the bad guys. Also, Bryce Dallas Howard as uh, Gwen Stacy. Made $890.9 million, uh, bigger than any of the first two, and no Oscar nominations for this one, so... Shocking. That was good. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's dive in. I Back to what we were saying before, though. I think the reason that I enjoy it so much is that the Sandman story is amazing, and yeah. I really... I, I enjoy the payoff for Harry's story. The only bad thing besides, like, you know, the bad, like, the thing that I've been considering, quote-unquote, the bad thing with all these movies, which is the acting and the outdatedness. Besides that, the only bad thing in this movie is Venom. And Raimi didn't want to have Venom in this. So... Actually, to be fair, I kind of love Venom. Yeah. I, I have heard arguments that people like Topher Grace and Venom. I've heard um, people talk about how... Um, that it's it's it honest it all makes sense like it's all actually w written well and I'm just like oh yeah sure yeah. it's slammed in there with a bunch of other stuff but it does I mean his his arc throughout the film makes sense yeah I'm not saying that I'm just saying I story I I actually yeah I agree his arc is well founded and I like it I just don't like Venom <laughs> like yeah. this Venom see Venom as a character and like the, the no I, I like Venom as a character I don't like this interpretation of venom at when he's venom but i yeah. also um also part of it is we would totally get rid of that stupid street dancing scene and i like that too no i love the street dancing scene <laughs> it's so bad it, it has to you you they have to know that it's like when they were making that they had to know how ridiculous well, that yeah was. but like it's not in a good way it's just cringy it's great <laughs> anyway that's that's what i meant uh but eddie brock's arc in this is actually really good i like that just wanted to clarify good great <laughs> <laughs> um did you guys want to talk about it? <laughs> um what, 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 what do you want to talk about the characters that would, would be the villains in this then yeah um do you want to rant about how bad mary jane's in this um we kind of already did that we kind of went That's over true. it she's um, annoying yeah <laughs> Ever. I don't anymore. You didn't come to my play, even though it's on every, you know, weekend for the next two months. <laughs> I lost my job, and it's your fault. But, but I didn't tell you. Somehow it's your fault. And she just walks off. And it's like, although at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the movie, they're in the web, right? They're like, yeah. you know, kissing yeah. and smooching or whatever. And she's like, um, "This is this is." just a, a piece of this movie that I actually really love is uh, in the very beginning. They're like smooching or whatever in the web. And uh, she says, I just want to sing on stage for the rest of my life with you in the front row. The end of the movie, there's that little part where she's singing in a club and he walks up and like, you know, takes her hand off the stage and stuff. And like, after I watched that 
now in 2018 as my 25 year old self, I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> this movie is a lot better than I, than people give it credit for. Yeah. It, All I, right. Yeah. It really is. Like, and I mean, most of like, like we've said before, the love story is just as bad as it has been in the past two, but that's not, uh, I don't know. It's not terribly unbearable. <laughs> like, mm. and it does, like you said, like it, it does wrap up back to square one. But yeah, like I think that's that's a really good. It, it overall, it is a good film, and the villain story is great. Like adding the daughter in for Sandman was an amazing touch. Right. Yeah, agreed. I think so too. And also yeah. his scene transformation into Sandman, obviously like the best scene in the whole trilogy. Like I yeah. feel like yeah, it is so well done, and I don't think it's aged very much. Like I watched it again, I'm like that still looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks good. I don't like him when he's big in the thir- in the final scene. Because for some reason in this film, when he gets big, he just goes, whoa. And I don't, it's really dumb. But. Which I mean, like, if one of us turned into a giant, would you just go, whoa? I mean, you know, actually, to be fair, Mike. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I probably would. I'd probably roar incoherently. Uh, I, I would focus on trying to move quickly <laughs> because I'm big. I I do think the, the, the end climax is, like, the final showdown in this one is, I don't know, do you think it's the... Where do you rank it in like the the climactic scenes in the Spider-Man movies? Uh, I'd say it's the um, best. Better than one, worse than two. Really? Okay. Worse than two. I'd say uh, it's the two. best. Okay. I, I like Spider-Man picking up something heavy. That's a, that's a, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that personally. <laughs> and so when Spider-Man is yeah, holding the giant uh, the wall that's collapsing, I really like that scene. Yeah. yeah, and then he says that this is really heavy. That's a good line. That's one line he actually pulled off. <laughs> Um, that, 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 that's that's where I like Spider-Man. It's, where it's it's, you know, it might be the middle. It might be the worst possible scenario, and he's still going to say something as nonchalant as, "This is kind of heavy." It's just yeah. like, all right, I can respect that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's I think it's probably the best. The first, I will say real quick, the the final fight scene in the first one is terrible. Like Cassie and I visibly, like uh, not visibly, audibly laughed at um we visibly laughed audibly laughed at like some of the um the reactions that peter has to getting punched it's amazing it's so bad (laughs) um Uh, but i'd say this one's the best plus harry comes in and is redeemed and so is sandman like i i like that a lot yeah wise the third one's definitely the biggest i think budgets grew in every movie and you can tell that yeah um yeah the, this final scene was very, you know, the biggest fight scene you've seen in any of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I would say it suffers from giant CGI battle, which yes. we see in all the Marvel movies. But there is a lot of, there's probably too much going on, but there's a lot of emotion behind what's going on in those scenes. Yeah, and I say the that's, opposite. And that goes, and the nice thing is that it goes beyond between Harry and Sandman. It goes beyond just Mary Jane is in danger again. Go save her. And I, even though that is that that does happen, there's more to it than that. Yeah, and I like that. I was gonna say the opposite. I feel like the the first two movies, uh, specifically the Goblin scene, the final you know, scene is I mean is probably the most emotionally attached fight scene in all of the Spider-Man movies. Like real emotion in Willem Dafoe's performance when he <laughs> he's just so evil and he loves it. Yeah, I, no, I can see that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think when it comes to the villains, I, I do like it when the villain is more. I think that you see that in two as well. But there's but at least, but then you also have like we said Harry's, the climax to Harry's story. 
You have um, yeah. the, you even have someone. You kind of have like the climax to Spider-Man story too. Uh, beyond just I'm gonna beat the villains, you have um, him coming to grips with um, his uncle's murder, actually yeah. facing the murderer yeah. and not pushing him off a ledge this time. Yeah. So that's a, that's a really good scene. <laughs> or letting him fall off a ledge. You know, to be fair. Yeah. Over a pole and he fell out a window. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I I do. Um, it's like they knew it was the last one. It's yeah, almost like they knew it was almost. the last one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There are a lot of like little um, like plot holes that I that I found, but they're not like super important. But like um, that doesn't ruin it for me. I don't think. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they should have checked that to see that Sandman was in the sand place, and uh, Harry's short term memory goes back too far. But like. Yeah, stuff like that. Like it's it's fine. Whatever. It's okay. Yeah. yeah it's the the major beats, the major beats in this movie are great in my opinion. Personally, the Sandman Spider Man fight when Spider Man's wearing the Venom suit is great. Yeah. Uh, Sandman's creation. The even the ending. It's those moments in between that just get bogged down with stuff where you're like, we don't need this. Yeah, um, and it falters. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, Harry's making an omelet. It's like I don't, I don't care. And then, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he's just like, "This is great pie." And then Spider-Man <laughs> cries, and I'm like, "This is so dumb." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Most so, the, sorry, go ahead. Things that people seem to hate on the internet, I have no problems with. It's smaller things that I'm just like, "This is weird." Doesn't work, you know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people yeah. hate. And they even fits perfectly in Sam Raimi's schlocky. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so where would we put it with in regards to the other films? I'd put it at the top, to be honest. I think mine is three, two, one. I think I'm gonna... I'm curious. I don't I don't know what Garrett said, so <laughs> I think he's curious about where you're putting it. <laughs> yeah, I said go ahead, I'm curious. Alright. Um I'm I'm gonna give it I'm probably gonna give it a rainbow out of ten. Okay. Um <laughs> and probably place it um I think I think I'm gonna put it uh, above one, but just below two. Okay, and that's fair. It's... Okay, I can yeah. see that. Um, uh, you know, it's... that we I think we've talked the least about the second one. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one. I'm sorry. From, am I doing? Sorry, from best to worst, it is two, one, three for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So what's your what's your rating? Like a six out of ten for three? Yeah, sit fine. Six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you can do like six point eight. <laughs> I, I I give it a rainbow, man. You do whatever you want, you know. <laughs> it might be it might be closer than a uh, a five. It's a soft six. Okay. Okay. For me, it's probably about the same, but like maybe a point one or a point two above two. So it's another six, five or six. So. In there somewhere, maybe approaching a seven, but probably not hitting it. So, so you guys ready for what might have happened with Spider-Man Four? I I I do love all of the uh, the uh, all this information that's come out in like post mortem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of info on now. So yeah, um, two uh, two franchises later, here's here's what happened. Yeah, so. pretty much. Um, so Raimi, uh, he. He hated three, um, and mostly because he didn't want to include Venom. He was in, he was persuaded by uh, one of the producers um, because he didn't feel that Venom had any humanity to him. So he tried to do the best that he could, and that's the product that you have. But 
he really wasn't happy with that um and so he felt like it ruined the third film so he wanted to kind of write the ship for the fourth one um so he wasn't gonna take any characters that the studio wanted him to use he was like no i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do um so the villain he had planned was for the vulture which apparently was one of his personal favorites um he was actually vulture was actually considered for spider-man 3 with ben kingsley um but Raimi scrapped that uh and for the fourth film he was going to have john malkovich play the role during mm. the... <laughs> you don't like john malkovich as vulture? uh i don't i don't like i think we got the best possible vulture with michael keaton yes yes uh, i think Absolutely. yeah I, I just see john malkovich in a um in a weird green uh feather suit <laughs> and i just see i just see toby mcguire just punching this old man in the face <laughs> and while that's kind of amazing i still think it's bad. dude i watched that i think it dude, isn't isn't so weird with what we got we got a giant sandman an alien <laughs> that fell from outer space you know uh radioactive spider bites i think it would have been yeah. i think it would have been fine <laughs> which no one talks about the fact that yeah in three they're just like by the way there's aliens and they just move on <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much a meteorite strikes and no one talks about it <laughs> they could have at least done the ship thing with um what's his face's son jameson's son like at least do oh that. yeah because that's how he gets there normally is he cops on the ship as jameson's astronaut son's heading back anyway um in the writing process, uh, Raimi also threw in Felicia Felicia Hardy, um, yeah. with Anne Hathaway probably going to be. Um, so classically, that character is Black Cat, but there are some reports saying that in the film she was actually going to become Voltress. So the way this was going to work is in the first half of the film, Spider Man was going to take out Vulture, Old Man Vulture, and then nice. uh, his daughter was going to be Felicia. And she was going to become the Voltress and be and be seeking revenge for the yeah. second half. Huh? She'd been the big bad guy. Very. That there's, sounds... a lot, there's a lot of movies that do that. Like, uh, uh, when he he's for, he's well, not, it's not the exact same, but it starts off being you know he's taking down one villain and then it's replaced by another villain. So yeah. I can I can see that movie starting off with him hunting down and or him <clears throat> like the opening shot is him swinging around. And then, Vulture just post that says, "Here, that's it." Yeah, yeah. Um, just beating the vulture to death. Just... <laughs> yep. Just a really slow up. scene, and every time he hits their car, and then that's it. Then it moves on. <laughs> yeah. Teeth flying out. And a hearing aid that just flies in the air. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was the original idea. Um, uh, as he continued with the script, uh, Raimi wasn't really happy with it, and Sony was pressuring him to include Dr. Connors as Lizard because he's, you know, been built up over the past two movies. Um, so he was that really... Smart. Yeah, he was getting... Raimi said himself that he was getting exhausted working on Spider-Man films because he'd been working on them for, like, five to seven years at this point, nonstop. Like, he hadn't done anything non-Spider-Man since 2000, or early, like, you know pre-production on spider-man which came out in 2002 um so he would he uh essentially was like uh i don't want to make a film that's less than great so he went to the studio and was like hey i don't want to make i don't want to waste your money and make a film that's not very good so um why don't you just run with that reboot you've been developing because 
Sony in the background with all the drama that was happening with the Spider-Man 4 script um, was developing the reboot, which became Amazing Spider-Man. So he's just like, why don't you just run with that? And um, I'll just you know, step back. Um, and that's what it was. So it was an am- amicable leave. Um, and Mark Webb obviously took over and made Amazing Spider-Man. Um, some other cameos. There were actually planned to be a cameos by a bunch of Spider-Man villains, including Mysterio, Shocker, and Rhino, just to name like three out of like seven. And it's apparently... A Mysterio story. Yeah. yeah, well, apparently the idea was that he Spider-Man in the early part of the film would go on a crime-stopping montage and they would just have cameos of a bunch of these heroes showing that he's putting them away. I was actually really excited for Mysterio because it was going to be Bruce Campbell. <clears throat> and he had Bruce Campbell had um, cameos in the last three. Okay. And it was going to be revealed oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. Bruce Campbell was the same guy in each one and he's Mysterio. Yeah, he's the guy that uh, does the proposal thing for Spider-Man. Yep. In the third one. And yeah. then uh, and they catch him, and he's like this overweight, you know, out of shit, like overweight, walked <laughs> up, you know, magician. And that's mysterious, like a joke in this one. That would have been great. I would have loved to see that. I would have loved that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would have been really Campbell cool. Fan. But yeah, and then also apparently there were plans to film Spider-Man four and five back to back, and then. Uh, Sony had already started working on the script for Spider-Man 6, so they were kind of like putting all their eggs in one basket as Sony seems to do a lot. Um, and none of it kind of panned out, so... Oh man, that, that Ghostbusters universe, that was... I'm so excited for the, the future <laughs> of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so originally Spider-Man 4 was planned for a May 5th, 2011 release, um, but with all the drama, drama, Sony canceled it in January of 2010, and they ran with the Amazing Spider-Man script, which they had been developing, obviously, which came out in uh, the middle of 2012. So mm. that's kind of the story. And I'm wondering <clears throat> if the reason that Lizard is the villain in Amazing Spider-Man is because they wanted to do Lizard for Spider-Man 4. Like, I mean, the, probably. The studio was sense. pushing for that. So I'm wondering. It yeah. kind of makes sense. Over from an idea that they already had. So they're just do the Lizard. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna do Green Goblin again. We're not until we do. We're not gonna do, you know. <laughs> um, but we're just gonna just do the just do. And we need someone who's green though. So, Lizard. Let's do Lizard. Yeah. Well, yeah. to be fair, they're all green. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is everyone green? Well, I guess it's because red and green are up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's the that's the story of Spider-Man Four of what I found. So. Cool. Interesting stuff. We need an outro. Yeah, we do. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I do had a plugs. Song. I'm gonna do plugs time. real quick. But um, plugs, do plugs, do plugs. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thanks for our first episode of uh, Let's Get Contextual. I forgot the the show for a second. Um, uh, Garrett, <laughs> the thanks first for one. You, you'll get it right. Yeah, <laughs> remember it Garrett. Thanks time. for thanks for coming on and talking about Spider Man. Yeah, thanks, Garrett. We're gonna have you on I mean, again. Guys, it was for, a blast. Yeah, we're going to have you on again for Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. <laughs> um, that should be fun. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to watching those ones again, but I will. No, it'll be great. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> the first one's good. The second one is my birthday didn't happen. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks. Uh, do you want any plugs that you want to throw out here? Uh, yeah, I uh, operate my own podcast um, called The Bootleg Shanty. Um, we talk movies video games video games mostly um we're on the a um we are also working on um uh let's plays game reviews you can find us on youtube uh right now just uh podcasts are up right 
on there right now coming soon and it'll be okay okay cool yeah so keep an eye out for that um and links will obviously be in the description uh and we are hopefully going to be up on uh itunes and uh google play and spotify here soon um you can check us out on wooshka and uh we have a, a twitter at let's get context and um everywhere else you can check out uh play D, which is the other podcast i do um and we'll sure. be getting more links as we go so check the description that's all the plugs i'm checking out bootleg shanty right now by the way so. <laughs> okay <laughs> good job um yeah so we need an outro now what were you saying about an outro uh we just need one i, I decided we could we, uh, we got we should we should uh i could take care uh, of la 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 that's the end from the yeah no, that'd be perfect we should do that yeah, because we did a podcast before, uh, Negative to Positive, and you had a little outro, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, until next time, guys. La 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 la, this is the end. <laughs> nice. <laughs>